right, all right. Welcome to the special New Year's Eve edition of the podcast here, folks. I appreciate you guys being here on this journey with me since July. I've been uh, rolling with this podcast every Monday, and here we are again on New Year's Eve. Right now, I'm coming to you. It's pretty early in the morning. I just got back from working out, trying to keep it down so the neighbors don't get too wild on me. Trying out some of my new uh, podcast equipment here. I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, What I'm going to do for this episode is basically just talk to you about some things that really have helped me over the year to become better and more efficient with myself and my time. And um, hopefully uh, some of these things uh, can help you guys maybe in the new year when you're looking to try new things. You know, a lot of people have New Year's resolutions to try to improve themselves. And we're all a constant work in progress. So I'm going to share some of uh, the things that I've been doing this past year that's really uh, changed the game for me. Uh, the first one I'm going to start off with is meditation. Uh, if you never tried it, it sounds kind of silly. And um, what can I say? If you've never tried it, it can it's, it's very foreign. It's almost like another language. Anytime you learn something new, it's like learning a new language. But uh, meditation, I started practicing it uh, by simply going on YouTube and typing in uh, five-minute guided meditation. And it really helps you become present in the moment and kind of low, lowers your blood pressure, makes you just feel relaxed and present but not tired. But I also used sleep meditation this past year to get off any like melatonin that I was using to help me sleep. I started using sleep meditation uh, by this guy, Michael Seeley. And uh, you can find that for free on YouTube as well. It, uh, it's about 40 minutes long. I've never made it past 20 minutes. <laughs> and when I had my sleep study, I did a, a sleep meditation trick where basically I take deep breaths and count backwards from 200. And when I forget uh, where, where I left off at, I just start from the last place I can remember, whether it be starting all over. But I use that to fall asleep during my sleep study whenever I had uh, all these different wires hooked up to my head. <laughs> sipping on some of this Four Sigmatic coffee. I'm not a big coffee drinker, but this stuff I like to drink when I'm doing my podcast. It keeps me warmed up. And the next thing, uh, to go along with meditation, I started this about two or three months ago, and I'm going to continue it into 2019. It's part of my morning routine. It's called uh, Qigong and low hand padding. Those things are two different things. Uh, Qigong is like a... Uh, what can I say? It's an ancient Chinese uh, form of yoga, and there's a little bit of meditation involved in the practice, but it also energizes you as well. Uh, you do different stretches, but if you if you want to look it up, it's called Qigong, and it's spelled Q-I-G-O-N-G. Oh, sorry, I forgot to shut my uh, phone off. There goes my email. It's pretty early, but you know, you do what you gotta do. Put that on silent. And, uh, well, while we're at it, talking about meditation and Qigong, oh, uh, low hand padding as well. Low hand padding is basically, it's another ancient Chinese uh, ritual that uh, they say promotes health and vitality and longevity in life. And I've been practicing it as well as, as long as Qigong for a couple months here, and it's been fantastic. Low hand padding is basically, it sounds silly. If you've never tried it, if you've watched me do it, you guys would laugh so hard. Um, basically, like, you start different pressure points you just pat on them like I start like with my left arm and I pat all down the top of my left arm about 
five, six, seven, eight times up and down, and then flip it over. Same thing with that arm, then just repeat the other side. Tap under your arms, all your leg pressure points, chest, and even your face. Slap in your face, oh yeah. Kind of like when your grandma would smack you on the cheek and say, good boy. <laughs> that didn't sound creepy, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, changed the game and really has helped me become focused. Whenever I have a busy day ahead of me, I can just... I do my morning routine, which is typically this. I wake up. I try to wake up early. The earlier, the, the days that I wake up early after a decent night's sleep, uh, usually around 4 or 5 a.m. This last month, being so busy with Christmas and all the holidays and stuff, I've been slacking and I've been my wake up time's been around 5 a.m. slash 6 a.m. on average. But there's some nights I set aside for myself that I uh, do sleep in. A little bit. That's all. if I watch wrestling or football. But uh, football is coming to a close. So that's, those days are going to become shorter. But the, I get up early. Go to the gym first thing. And after I get home from the gym. I The process goes to. Uh, I do qigong first. Low hand padding. Meditation. Then I read for 10 minutes. And I've read a lot of books this year, and it's been a fantastic process. I've read more books the past two years since I've set this practice in place than I have my whole life combined. <laughs> so yeah, just reading for 10 minutes a day has uh, changed a lot. So yeah, morning routine is huge. I mean, everybody has different morning routines. I'm not saying do this, but I'm just saying try and find what sticks and what works for you and makes you uh, set you up for your best day. Another thing I've learned this past year is that failure is okay. <clears throat> With uh, failure, uh, speaking of, well, we're listening to the, the podcast right now. Some of you may know that I did a podcast. My goal last year was to create a podcast on January 1, 2018, and I did. My first one, and I failed at it. It lasted maybe two months, but I uh, just... It was overwhelming to uh, do the process, but I learned a lot from it, which fast forward to uh, three or four months later to July, when I dropped this podcast, I knew I learned from my mistakes and I was able to uh, use what I learned to make this a success. And it has to, to, to what I wanted it to be. This has been a huge success for me and I've been very consistent with it, which is the key. And I learned a lot from that very first podcast, which was called Kill the Noise. You guys can still go check that out. It's uh, kind of about what we're talking about now, just just life things. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely failed in that. But it was a I, I learned a lot. So failure is okay. You just got to learn from it and uh, use your failure as a strength as, instead of a weakness. Learn from it and capitalize on it in the future. Another quick tidbit I learned is that action creates motivation. Motivation does not create action. I remember many, many times in my life, things I knew I needed to do, and I would basically just sit around and wait to be motivated. And the next thing I knew, the deadline was coming up, and I'm like, ah, I got to get it done real quick. And then it becomes a stressful situation, and you're not putting your all into it. I mean, well, I guess you are because you're hurrying, but it's not as well thought out. But if there's something you've been waiting on doing or thinking about doing, just get up and do it. Count, go three, two, one, and do it. Don't wait on it because 
Uh, you'll be waiting the rest of your life if you do that. Like I was on many things, and I uh, definitely uh, action has created motivation, which is uh, from I've been reading about in this recent book I've been reading called The Motivation Manifesto. It's really good. And another thing that I learned really well, which I mean, if you guys listen to like Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or any of these uh, Lewis Howes, these guys out here that are just trying to make the world a better place and make people more self-aware and uh, just better the world. Uh, Another thing they preach about is only surround yourself with positive people and avoid those who poison you with like negativity, doubt, and fear. And that is huge. Because like I've learned that we, I, just looking back on my life, I learned that we tend to pick up on the patterns of other people, uh, like get on their feeling level, whether it be up or down. So in this instance, you'd want to surround yourself with people that you want to feel like, like people that are always happy, energetic, being successful, creative, loving, caring, giving. You want to surround yourself with more of them kind of people, as opposed to people that are always complaining, always talking bad about other people, always... You know, just sad and stuff because it's it's very damning to our souls and our minds and our hearts to be around that all the time. Now, there's nothing wrong with having somebody that has like a, a an issue going on and being empathetic and working through it with them. But nine times out of ten, any issue that we have, we can solve ourselves by being more aware of our feelings and thoughts and um, how we react to them. And another thing in that, like, in that vein is uh, just to be mindful of how, like, other people talk about, like, if you're around other people and how they talk about other people, you know, nine times out of ten, they're probably talking like that about you. You know, do you want that type of energy in your life? Some people do. Some people, I mean, drama can be addicting. So uh, that's why gossip is so popular. That's why there's been gossip magazines that are, have been selling forever, even though they're lying nine nine times out of ten you know you know about i remember you remember those uh well they're still there the magazines like uh i don't know what they're called but they all have like the same coloring print font and everything they're right up by the cash registers those babies have been selling i mean so it's a big thing you know but it's good to be aware of that another huge thing that i uh I've known for almost my whole life is uh, believing in yourself because that's huge. A lot of people will doubt you until you're successful. A lot of people will take a realist approach, which there's nothing wrong with that technically if that's what you believe in. Um, If you have an outlandish goal, if you want to be the best painter in the world or something, you know, people, oh, that's so hard to do. There's only so many painting artists out there that have made it blah 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 blah. you know the world there's no limitation on like how many painters there can be how many great architects there can be how many great music artists there can be how many great you know uh, youtube stars there can be i mean the world is abundant and we must not forget that and i have many times in my life and i have to remind myself you know there is enough out there for everybody and more so believe in yourself and uh, see see your goals through. That's that's a big thing. And another uh, thing here on the list is uh, give to others, whether that be your time, gifts, you know, doing thing, doing things for them. 
um, as far as just helping them out and just being able to give to others is the greatest gift that we can give to ourselves. I've learned that and uh, it's tough in this world where you want to protect your happiness and so you're kind of selfish in that sense which you kind of should be to protect your own happiness because that's you got to live with yourself for the rest of your life you know so it's good to protect your happiness but it's also good to step into that as well and go a little bit further and give to others whether it be those in need or those you love give them your time you know I mean, i'm not saying you walk up to them hand them ten dollars but you know some people may appreciate that and may need that at that time but yeah time is uh time is the ultimate currency in this life because time is all that we have so be mindful of how you spend that as well i know i'm kind of getting all over the place on this but I'll move on to the next one, which is one of my big goals that I have every day, and I have achieved it so far every day this year. I haven't yet today, so uh, hopefully some of the people I encounter today, I'm going to get to uh, achieve this goal. I achieved it every day so far. It's uh, just something simple. Make two people smile every day. My goal is always strangers, but uh, it's always good if you're around family, friends, make them smile too, give them a laugh or two. And, uh, yeah, some, I remember one time I was on a weekend and I hadn't, I'd only made one person smile. So I had to go up to Walmart and find somebody to make smile. <laughs> so I did it. <laughs> it was the greeter, which they're always kind of paid to smile, but I've gotten to know the one up here, Lynn, pretty well. So I always give her a hard time. Another thing that's really helped me out this year and last year was journaling and, uh, what I use, I have a regular journal too that I hit every once in a while, but every day I write in this journal, it's called the Best Self Co Journal. It's, you can check it out on like bestselfco.com, like bestselfco.com, and uh, you can buy them. And uh, it's, a th- it's a three month journal, and basically there's a daily journal where it has like a timeline of the day, so you can like put in your schedule. Uh, you write down three things that you're grateful for that morning and then um, you have a main goal for the day and then three top targets for the day to help you reach your main goal and then at the end of the day you write your lesson learned for the day what some of your wins were for the day and then three things you're grateful for at the end of the day which is a beautiful thing it also provides you with a quote every day and I got mine sitting in front of me and the quote for today is from Karen Casey one part at a time, one day at a time. We can accomplish any goal we set for ourselves, which is true. It's all about planning because nine, I, I would say anything that anybody's ever wanted to do typically career-wise has, it's already been done. So you find somebody that's done that and like Tim Ferriss podcast talks a lot about this uh, and just basically finding somebody that's done it, see how they got to where they're at, like just deconstruct where they are at to where they started it's very very interesting let's see here oh yeah and along with believing in yourself uh, kick out limiting beliefs sometimes we uh, tend to put a top or a ceiling on what we believe we can do or what we believe we can feel what we believe we can achieve in life and have Um, the world is abundant folks I'm I mean, I am, 
a, a, a true example of believing in yourself and not, and not having limiting beliefs. And it's been, and it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle sometimes, but I've literally, I, I'm a testament to believing in yourself. Like I, and working on yourself and, and I still am, I'm not perfect at all, but like, I know if I can do it, <laughs> I, I know you listening to this right now can do whatever it is that you want to do. It's just persistence, consistency, and uh, self-awareness and belief in yourself. And, you know, a little, a lot of help from the big man upstairs, too. But, uh, oh, now i got the phone ringing already. i tell you what. Another thing I want to close out this with is, uh, since there's a lot of, especially with this political stuff, I try to stay out of it. And just uh, things in general to uh, just this in this coming year, let's try to promote more of what we love, not of what we hate. That's the big thing for me. But as you guys go into this new year, I hope you guys uh, get everything that you hope to get. Having hope and faith and belief in yourself and the people around you is a huge thing. So with that said, I'm going to hop off here and I'm going to get rolling with this day because the emails and phones already blowing up so i hope you guys have an amazing amazing new year's and uh yeah we'll catch you on down the road folks